Happy Saturday. In case we haven't met, I'm Lauren Bartelson, an indie author and comms manager that lives near Portland, Oregon. But today I'm actually in my hometown of Carmel, California, a little beach town on California's central coast, a couple hours south of San Francisco. Let's dive into today's episode. Sorry in advance to start this out on a pretty somber note. On Wednesday, my mom called with some sad news about a family friend and also told me it was her dad's yard site or the anniversary of his death this week. With everything going on, I decided to make a quick trip down to Carmel to spend the weekend with my family. Last night, we went to the temple. It was the first time in probably 12 years that I had gone, and even though everyone was vaccinated, services were held outdoors, which was really appreciated. Walking up or down, I guess we walked down to the behind the temple. Um, right when we got there, and you know, seeing the rabbi after so long, it was kind of strange but comforting in a way. Seeing some of my friends' parents and people who I used to see on a weekly basis was a little strange at first, too. But we all fell back into place like it had only been a month or two since we last saw each other. When I held the prayer book for the first time, it was like taking a step back to my childhood. I felt like I forgot how to be Jewish for a minute, like I needed a gentle reminder that the pages flip from right to left and that you read from right to left as well. As we got into services, I forgot how much I appreciated them. The music, the community, the language, and this time the nature, being outside, pulled me right back in. As the cantors sang the melodies, they slowly came back to me. The prayers came back to me, drinking the wine, or in my case, grape juice, and watching people take bites of the challah. It all took me back. And at the end, I felt so calm in a way I haven't felt in a really long time. I still struggle to connect with parts of the prayers we recited, not because I don't remember the Hebrew, which is true, but because I'm still not sure I believe in God. Even so, it was really nice to celebrate Shabbat with my family and a community that was once such a huge part of my life. And for those who don't know, Shabbat is a day of rest in the Jewish community and culture. And it starts Friday night at sundown and goes until Saturday at sundown. And in the orthodox community so like the very strict there are different levels of kind of how you practice and what the communities are like and i'm part of a reformed judaism um temple where it's a little more i'm not really sure what the proper word is but i guess it's a little more lax and it fits into the day-to-day culture whereas orthodox is what you would think of as very strict. Um, So in Orthodox Judaism, Shabbat, or the Day of Rest, is, it's been a while, but I think it's like you can't use electricity, you can't use, exert any energy, you can't, it's very much an actual day of rest. In today's society, it's a little bit more about just honoring space and time and spending time with your loved ones and being present. And I've in the past tried to do um, like 
I forget what I called them. Technology Shabbat, Shabbat, I forget what it's called. Um, but anyway, I would try to take my time off of, spend the day off of all technology, including my phone and my computer and stuff. So yeah, anyway, I just wanted to add some context there. And with all that said, I wanted to read a piece that I wrote a few months ago I about finding my way home. And I published it on Medium, but ended up taking it down because honestly, I was a little embarrassed. And I, I don't really know why, but it feels right to share it now. So here it is. It's kind of long, so be prepared. Okay. I grew up Jewish, not the quote, I celebrate Hanukkah once a year kind of Jewish, but the I go to temple three times a week, sometimes more kind of Jewish. For years, my schedule revolved around temple. Hebrew school on Wednesdays, Friday night services, Saturday or Sunday school, depending on which grade I was in, confirmation on Sundays. We celebrated Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, dressed up for Purim, attended formal Passover meals, worked the local Jewish food festival every year, and yes, of course, celebrated Hanukkah. Over summer, I went to Jewish sleepaway camp and participated in youth groups at nearly every age. I was bat mitzvahed at 13, traveled to LA and New York with my confirmation class, and went on birthright. In no uncertain terms, Judaism was a huge part of my life. For as long as I can remember, though, I've been embarrassed to admit that I'm Jewish, much less explain to people, even loved ones, how prominent it's been in my life. I've spent hours and hours trying to understand why I felt ashamed to share this part of my life with friends, boyfriends, and acquaintances over the years, and until now, haven't really been able to figure it out. Looking back, I think it's because it made me feel different. None of my friends in school were very religious. Most of them celebrated Christmas, but that was about it. In the back of my mind, I think I worried that they would judge me if they knew how Jewish I really was. I've never been good at being or feeling like the odd one out, so I guess I instinctively kept this part of my life completely separate from everything else to avoid getting judged or make, made fun of. Over the last few years, though, I've been feeling a pullback to the Jewish community. I've researched local temples, explored Jewish cookbooks, and started recognizing Shabbat in my own way, but I haven't felt like I've found my way back yet. Not really. But as I sit here writing this, sitting outside watching the sun rise to a chorus of birds chirping and frogs croaking, I can't help but think that this is enough. That I'm still Jewish even if I don't go to temple on a regular basis or celebrate high holy days. That I'm still Jewish even if I struggle to understand my relationship with God or wholeheartedly believe the stories in the Torah. I think I needed to step away from the routine and the memories and the traditions to realize how important they really are, so I can give myself permission to celebrate in my own way and on my own time, without judgment or regret, from myself or anyone else. Unlike the feeling of dread that comes with the memories I've trained myself to remember when I think of middle school and high school, I feel a smile start to form when I think about working behind the rugula booth at the food festival or sitting on the floor of one of the temple's classrooms talking about the week's Torah portion. I feel a sense of joy as I think about the entire congregation saying Kiddush in unison before raising our tiny paper cups of white and grape juice. I start to get emotional as I recall the overwhelming feeling that washed over me as I walked through the Holocaust Museum in Los Angeles as part of our con confirmation trip. 
I think fondly about the next year's trip, this time to New York, when I had the chance to taste my first bite of New York pizza, fall asleep to Les Mis, and laugh along to Spamalot. I start to visualize the feeling as I stepped onto Israeli soil for the first time, courtesy of Birthright, a free 10-day trip designed to make young adults fall in love with the country and culture. I recall the nervousness I felt as I met my group at LAX and the feelings I experienced as we touched down at Ben Gurion. I reminisce over walking through Tzavat, the mystical city that I felt instantly in love with, and the laid-back feeling of Shabbat in the park. I feel myself floating in the Dead Sea and tasting my first bite of shakshuka. I recall the deep breath I took when we reached the top of Masada in the blazing afternoon sun and feel the same sense of freedom I felt while dancing in a Tel Aviv nightclub. I think about the time we swashed through Hezekiah's underground water tunnels, went on a camel trek, and enjoyed a traditional Bedouin dinner while sitting on the floor of a large tent. I think about the moment I leaned my head against the wailing wall, murmuring a prayer of gratitude and thanks for being able to participate in a tradition that's lasted for over four centuries. The more I think about these experiences, the more I realize that Judaism is so much more than I've ever realized. It's who I am. It's in my blood, in my heart, and at my core. In a way, Judaism was and will always be my safe place. It gave me a sense of identity at a, at a time when I wasn't sure where or how I fit in. It introduced me to people, places, and a language that I may have otherwise never had the opportunity to experience. It allowed me to join a community and culture that resonate deep within my bones. As this thinks that as this sinks in, I smile to myself, thinking that maybe, just maybe, I'm starting to find my way back home. So that was the piece I wrote on, let me see if there's a date. I don't see a date on here, but it was definitely a few months ago. Um, and yeah, I think going back to Temple last night just really put that in perspective and really did draw me back a little bit. So kind of coming full circle, I thought I would share that experience with you. I'm I don't know. It it's definitely something that I'm still trying to figure out. Religion is a tough topic sometimes. So, yeah, that's where I'm at this week and spending time with friends and loved ones and family and just really focusing on being together. So, I hope you're doing that as well. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. So with that, I know I already said this, but thank you so much for listening and exploring this side of me together. I hope you're having a restful week surrounded by your loved ones, whether that's in person or virtually. Stay safe and take care of yourself and looking forward to chatting again next week. Talk to you later. Bye.